Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Inspiring Women Revolution. And uh, right here, I have an a inspiring guy. woman. <laughs> <laughs> and as you all know, uh, Inspiring Women Revolution isn't just about inspiring and supporting ladies, but it's the amazing men that support uh, amazing women like myself. <laughs> uh, thanks. Thanks. So I always like to shine a, sp shine a spotlight on, on men in this world who do really wonderful things because there are a lot of you out there and you should have the recognition just as much. Yes. So uh, Kyle has gone through. Hi, Kyle, by the way. Hey. Hi. <laughs> and by the way, we'll get to this because I know everybody's like, oh my God, I can't believe you guys are friends and you're doing this together and... You know, they will give you some some wonderful divorcee scoop uh, <laughs> a little <laughs> later on. But what I really wanted to talk about today is a couple of things. Uh, Kyle made a brave move in his life and has shifted careers, and I'll let him talk yes. about this. But I thought for those of you listening out there today who are like, I am stuck. I don't know what to do. <laughs> You've got a lot of insight on on, how, on change. On Oh my God. If we had hours and hours to do this yeah. podcast. <laughs> we'll do part you. two, three, four, and five. So, um, so Kyle, go ahead and... Uh, well, Kyle used to be on Days of Our Lives. That's a, initially how yeah, we met. Yeah, still kind of dabble a little bit. They, they just they don't want to get rid of me. Yep. Completely. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> exactly. But no, yeah, not on contract. Not on contract. And you made a huge, uh, wonderful transition. So what are you doing now? I did. So I am in the wonderful, amazing, incredible, beautiful world of real, real estate. Mm. Um, I guess the, the long and the short of it is that, I mean, I was an actor for two decades, 22 yeah. years. And... The entertainment industry was my my first love. That's what I wanted to do since I was, I mean, as far back as I can remember. I mean, I grew up in New York and started going to Broadway shows when I was in elementary school. And mm -hmm. I just kind of knew that the, the performing arts and the entertainment was industry was where, where I wanted to go. Um, went to Syracuse University in the drama department there. So that was really my path. And then I left Syracuse after my sophomore year. Because I didn't, I, I felt like I wanted to learn on the job. I didn't want to just stay for another three years. So I was in Syracuse University in upstate New York for a year. But you know, I, I, I. This is not a choice for everybody, but for me at the time, I wanted to. Uh, I, I felt that for me, I didn't want to spend the next three years in getting a BFA in drama, which is, yeah. it's, it, you know, I don't want to. I'm not boohooing it or anything, but it just, for me, it just wasn't going to be a very useful degree. I felt like I wanted to learn in the business, like in, in the fire. Um, so I, I left after my sophomore year and drove cross country from New York to LA and just started my career. Days of Our Lives was the first audition I ever had. Um, but anyway, I digress. The point is that's my backstory. Um, started in, in entertainment on days in 2000. Yeah. Yeah, um, twenty-two years ago. It feels like yesterday. I know, and then I, you know, <laughs> so, weird. so I had, I mean, I had a relatively successful career, you know, compared to you know most people, never make it, you know what I mean. And I was on Days of Our Lives and The Bold and the Beautiful for a run, and and then you know, stage, screen, got on stage in Rock of Ages, and I mean, being an actor has was my first and will always be like my first love, you know. Yeah. Um, but it got to the point, and now we can kick into the convo here. It got to a point where, you know, I, I, be, I was becoming a man of age and, and starting to see my 
there's an old expression to see the forest through the trees, right? And I think that in your younger years, you're just looking at the trees. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. like what's right here. Just, yeah, you know. and right there in front is, of you. And there is something to be said about, in, you know, living in the moment and enjoying mm -hmm. the moment and all that. And that's a conversation maybe for another time. But as you get older, you're starting to say, okay, what is the, the, the grand vision for my life and where am I going? And, and you know, I don't know if I'll ever 100% like, leave behind the entertainment industry but at the same time i needed to change my focus in right. terms of what i was doing on a daily basis you know i felt like um you know i've always been grateful for the opportunities that i've had in the entertainment industry you know i never took them for granted but it was a matter of saying instead of i felt like i was kind of you know beating my head against a wall sometimes and I think that you can either double down mm. and say I'm going to stay in this and I'm passionate enough about being an actor being in the entertainment biz and I will do whatever is necessary to stay here yes I made a decision that I said that you know I don't have that passion anymore it's not to say I don't love being an actor or being in entertainment. What was that like? Because you, you know, literally. Oh, it, like, I, I, that's a great question it's a, it's because a I don't. Great shift. I don't like, want this to, to. I don't want people to think that this was just like a, like a momentary one day thing. This yeah. was, you know, starting to you know percolate and simmer on the stove and then went up to a rolling boil. To use that analogy, yeah, you know, yeah, over the course good. of a few years, you mm -hmm. know, and sometimes you know I had like one leg out and then the entertainment industry pulled me back in. You remember mm -hmm. those times? Of course. But then I eventually said to myself, this is not something I want to spend the rest of my life doing. Mm -hmm. um, I felt that I had other things to, to offer. You know, I have some innate talents and abilities and skills and also acquired talents and abilities and skills that I felt like I could, I could use elsewhere and expand my opportunities in my life. And I've always had a passion for real estate, never really thought that I would get into it. But when I started to really think about the aspects of it, the life that it can provide, um, I said, this is definitely something that I want to pursue. Yeah. Um, but going back to your question, it was, it's hard when you've, when you've done the same thing for as long as I did, you know, 20 years, your 20s and 30s. Right? Yeah, it's exactly. 22 little, years. Yeah. Our parents um, used to do what, 25, 26, exactly, 28 right. years and then retire. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, you know, it was something where I was starting to label myself as an actor and that's wrong. I, I don't, I don't believe, I humbly don't believe in labels. I believe we can, the second you label somebody, somebody or something, you put it in a box, mm -hmm. this limited, this limited identity. And I said, I, and I felt like, you know, I, I, in retrospect, I realized I had labeled myself as an actor in the entertainment industry. And that is me, and that is what I do. And I'm like, but the older I, I, I was getting, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm more than that. And there's, there's, there's other things I want to do. I love that you just said that too, though. Yeah. Like, I'm more than that. Yeah. And I, I think, yeah. You know, I think we, we are forget more, about that. I'm more than that. I just, I think that it took me a long time to really get this. Like, I understood it intellectually, yeah. but it took me a long time for me to, to really get that we are not our job. We are not our parents. We are not our friends. We are not our material possessions, you know, and I don't mean to get into some kind of woo-woo thing, but it, but no, it's, it's, but, good. but, it's, but it's, it's good to have, those but I want, it, it's a, it's about, it's about finding freedom. 
from that because with our job and our parents and our friends and our material possessions and the home we live in or whatever, we consciously or even subconsciously con construct a narrative. <laughs> and everything that we do, and that, that narrative seeps into our subconscious, and then all of a sudden we wonder why our life is the same way over and over again and the same things frustrate us, and we get to a certain point but can never break through. And, you know... It's because we've we've constructed a narrative and a story that we tell ourselves unconsciously, subconsciously every single day. And we don't know that we've we're trapped in a prison that we built ourselves. <laughs> oh, I love that you say that because and, and I love the way you just said and, that. Too. And by the way, the door's wide open and we're sitting in the cell screaming to get out. <laughs> You just like that's it was the day that I realized that I almost cried with joy because I was like, oh, my God, you can leave anytime you want. <laughs> that is the door is open. It's like you're screaming at the yeah. warden saying, please let me out of this prison. And the warden's just like, A, you built this yourself. And B, the door is right there and it's wide open. And so I. When I found. When, yeah. So when I realized that I had constructed this kind of this prison of self-limiting beliefs based on labels that I was putting on myself and everything in my life. Um, which in context, the reason why I'm saying this is because when I started to say, I don't really want to be in the entertainment industry anymore. Um, this, this thing kicked in. It was like, but you're an actor. You've always been that way. Yes, and I'm just kind of yes. like, that's your risk management and, team out there going, and, woo, yeah, woo. So, and, but the unknown is, is the only place where something new can happen. Think about it. If 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 when you're in the known, nothing new can happen. No, nothing new can happen to you, yeah. because you are. But if you think about it, your known existence is only based upon the the experiences that you've had up until this point in time in your life. Mm -hmm. You there is literally an infinite amount of of possibilities and potentials that exist in every in any given moment about where we can go and what we can do the thing is we zero in and focus on maybe one or a few possible possibilities or potentials based on just the limited knowledge that we have in you know in in our life up to this point in time right so for me getting back on track when i was like well you know i i want to leave the entertainment business and i and i i want to get into the real estate industry. And then I started to think about, well, what aspects of the real estate industry? And I started in, in, in commercial and I realized for many reasons that we don't have to get into it's, it's, that wasn't really for me. And then ultimately I realized, well, I, I want to, I want to be in a luxury real estate market in, in a beautiful area. And I want to enjoy going to work every single day. Yeah, and that doesn't feel like work. And I yeah. wrote it all down and See that everybody? That's the thing. I tell you guys all the time, write stuff down. Write it I down. Wrote, I just wrote it out. I think, and a lot of people, and here's a tip with this: a lot of people start writing down their vision or their goals or what they want to achieve, and immediately, their their subconscious prison again kind of comes that. out, oh, geez, and so and they write like, "Well, I want this," and immediately there's like a, and it's like, "Well, you can't do that. How are you going to do that? You've never been able to do that. What makes you think you can do that?" And so you go, "Well, okay." So you might write a figure down like, "Well, I want to earn a certain amount of income." And then you write down the figure, whatever it is. And then it's like, and you're like, oh, God, I could never earn that. So then you compromise with yourself. Yeah, yeah. But what you, 
again, the you're sitting in a prison of limitation. The reason why you're earning the amount of income that you're earning right now is because that's all you think you can earn. You, you have to like, this is a really important thing for people to get is like the life that you're living right now. And I, and I don't want to be disrespectful to anybody. I'm, yeah. I, you know, people are going through really tough times and I'm not trying to be insensitive to that, nor do I pretend to know anything about you guys or, but I'm saying in general, we have to understand that there's a responsibility at the end of the day that has to be taken that we are responsible for our lives. Mm -hmm. And we, the limitations that we, that we think we have are really self-imposed and we don't have really time to get in there on, you know, today to talk about it. But I'm also not on a soapbox about this. I'm speaking from experience. Yes. I, I'm not going to sit here and say <laughs> that, that, um, things have been all well and good right. with me. You know, I, unicorns and rainbows. Yeah, exactly. Unicorns and rainbows. You know, I, I spent years, you know, this mm -hmm. years trying to deconstruct a self that I had created unconsciously and consciously that was producing a life that I didn't like. Meaning again, using the analogy, I was building a prison of limitation around myself and didn't even know I was building it. And so the years that I spent building that, you know, I had to do a lot of, you know, inner work, to, a lot of reflecting, to, right, of, you know, and say, yeah. how did I get to this place? You know yeah. what I mean? So, Anyway, I'm, I know I'm all over the place, but ultimately... No, it's great. It's kind of, it's it's the journey, which is really half half of your, more than half your life. Yes, Every time yes. you choose to do something new, which is, you're, you're kind of telling the story of how you got to where you are now. Yes, yes. And a very short version. Yeah, this um, is just the so very short version. I think you stayed version. on track. I think you stayed on okay. track. You're just, and which is great because people need to know that it's possible. It is. You know, I'm, I mean, I'm happier than I've ever been. No, you know, I'm, I really am it. And it took, a, I'm not saying it takes years for some people. I'm just very sure. particularly stubborn, even with myself, true. you know, and, it, <laughs> and I, and it's, but the freedom that anybody can experience, you know, that I, the freedom that I experience to this day is profound and meaning the freedom that I'm talking about is the freedom of saying, stop trying to put a label on yourself or what you, what you do or what you can do or what you've done. Um, do it all, <laughs> or just you know, I say, try everything. It, it's, it, exactly. Yeah. I, it, and it's, it's some people just want to be like, this is what I am, and this is what I do. That's fine. I'm not saying it's wrong. Yeah. But realize what you're doing when 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 you when you speak that you know or, or when you feel that. So I think going full circle, um, you know, I'm I'm in a new career that I'm so in love with because oh I know what we said I wrote it down right yeah. so I said oh, yeah. I started in, in commercial real estate and and I said you know this is it's fine it's not really resonating with me you know mm -hmm. it does with a lot of people um but I have a you know I have in an innate talent and an acquired talent and a skill set which I can connect to people and with people to induce it's what we do as actors you know yeah. I mean we connect to people uh, emotionally we induce emotion we we tell a story paint a picture or create a vision and and communicate that to people and mm. that's not something that i was really able to do in the commercial side of, of the industry which was fine so but you um, tried it i tried it yeah. um so i said you know the, the residential side of real estate 
is where you can really connect with people in terms of, you know, painting that picture I'm talking about or creating a vision. Somebody wants their dream home or, um, I always say, you know, don't worry about if the house exists just, or whatever your home exists, write out what you want. How do, but just as important as what you want, how do you want to feel? You know? Yeah. It's like what kind of emotions you want to feel when you're here, when you wake up in the morning and walking through. And then the house will start to, or the home or condo, apartment, whatever, will start to build itself around your thoughts and feelings about what the dream vision is for your home, right? And I always say, look, if you can think of all that, it exists. We just have to find it. Because you can't think of anything that doesn't exist. That's true. So you just... It's true. So I just say, you know, like build it to i enjoy that so again i without going to all the detail like i enjoy that personal connection and then i said i want to work in a beautiful place and i want to show beautiful homes and and uh work you want to share where you're working so that's the thing you know so i i was offered a, a dream job situation where i'm with village properties in montecito and i montecito california montecito california in the santa santa barbara so i I work in I work Montecito's my main market and in Greater Santa Barbara County around that. Yeah. And not a bad place to work. Not at all. I mean <laughs> I've you I've had a love affair with, with Santa Barbara and Montecito for twenty years. Yes. Uh, we got married there. Yes. Um but uh I've been going up there solo forever. Um and it, you know, especially spend most of your time there. You know when you can most of my time. Meditates I, there. It's yeah. like and, and talk about manifesting stuff. I mean that it, it's so beautiful because it is so possible. And I, and I, it's what I, one thing that I love is sharing the possibility. Yeah. Everything is so possible. So manifesting, you know, it's, it's become a buzzword, a buzz phrase. It's not wrong. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. But I think it's, I think it's grossly and highly misunderstood. Yeah. Um, it's not because a, it's gotten, it's, t- it's, it's not a judgment. Yeah. I, I think, so I'll, I'll touch it. It's like I'll, a name brand. I'll touch like, upon it in, in a few ways. So I think first and foremost, we have to be very clear on the word itself. Okay. So manifesting, we are always manifesting 24, seven, 365. Mm-hmm. Okay. Manifest. Positive ma- or that's the point. Yeah. It's like manifest the power. It's really based on the uh, universal law, which is the law of vibration and energetic vibration and frequency. I won't get too deep with you guys. I'm just going to say that it's like gravity. You can't just wake up in the morning and say, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to use gravity today. It's working whether or not you're conscious of it. Yeah. So we need to be clear that, you know, again, no judgment, but just understand that you can't just say, well, I'm going to manifest today. No, you, you already are. And here's why. And we'll break this down to the, you know, to very easy way of understanding it. Is that manifesting is, is, there's two beautiful quotes that I have combined, which is kind of the way I live my life. Mm. And the first one is, is by Dr. Michael Beckwith. Sorry, first one is by Dr. Wayne Dyer. You know him, God rest his soul. He's since passed, but he's Dr. Wayne Dyer. I've read all of his books, studied his lectures. Point is, he said, and it's true, you don't get what you want in life. You get what you are. Mm. And I'll get into that in a second. Second quote is by Dr. Michael Beckwith. And he says, who must I become to manifest my vision? So when you combine the two, you say, if I don't get what I want in life, I get what I am, then who must I become to manifest my vision? Okay. So what this means is your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions make up your personality. And as my great teacher, Dr. Joe Dispenza says, 
Your personality creates your personal reality. Mm -hmm. You cannot change your personal reality by staying the same personality, mm -hmm. which means you have to think different thoughts, feel different feelings, and take different actions. Now, this is very surface level stuff, guys. This is a very deep, complicated study that I have spent, as you know, 10 years studying. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I hope all you got I, a pen and paper. All I'm trying to say ultimately <laughs> is the concept of we can start very simple mm -hmm. and just say that if you wake up every single morning and are thinking and feeling and acting the same way that you did the day before, it doesn't matter how much you pray, how much you meditate, how much you wish for something new, nothing new can come. It's, it's universal law. Okay. Because it's if you're thinking the same thoughts, feeling the same way, creating the same vibrational energy within you, which is emitting this frequency, which is very real. You can only be available to things on the level of those thoughts and feelings and, and your action. So as Dr. Joe Dispenza says, again, if you want to change your life, you have to change your energy. So I came up with my own personal quote, uh, which I have written down and I read every single morning. You cannot change your life by trying to change your life. The only way to change your life is by changing yourself first. That's good. And then your life changes as a result. So if you are trying to heal yourself from a sickness, an illness, you're trying to, to you know, come into more money in your life, get a dream job, a dream relationship, whatever it is, you. whatever you're trying to bring into your life, mm -hmm. okay? You first have to understand that the 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 person that has that more money the person that has that dream relationship the person that you know has what you are, are desiring is a different person than the one you are right now yeah so the more money the new relationship the dream job if you sit there praying for something saying please bring me this the translation is if you're saying i want i want i want i want the energetic translation is i don't have i don't have i don't have i don't have Okay, so yeah. you have to be able to sit in the thought and the feeling, walk and talk as the person that you want to be now. You know, person yeah. that is very financially free and independent, you know, does not wake up in the morning having anxiety over not having enough. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying this is easy, okay? No, if no, it, it if, is if a it lot it, of work. You know, I... Yeah. It, that's it's, why we keep talking about it. If it's, e if it's easy, everybody, yeah. if, if it's easy, everybody would be doing it. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, and by the way, I'm living proof of this guys. Okay. I'm not just spewing self-righteousness at you. Okay. And it took years. I'm also not going to sit here and say that I mastered this. Okay. Yeah. But I have gotten to a place well, in my life, constantly working. but I've gotten to yeah. a place in my life where I've been able to create some pretty beautiful things. Yeah in my life and you know this mm -hmm. by by studying this okay so i think the first thing we have to realize is that just very simply every every when you wake up in the morning it's called metacognition we have to be aware this whole thing self-awareness has become such a buzz phrase like yeah. i'm so self-aware <laughs> Well, it's like a lot of words in the dictionary have shifted since we just have to realize that self-awareness yeah. <laughs> is literally be aware of what you're thinking about all day long, how you're feeling all day long, what you're doing all day long. Okay. And understand that the only way to change your life is by changing yourself first. The healing of a sickness or whatever, or the more money, the dream job, the dream relationship is just a, a result. It's a side effect of you changing you. 
okay? So if you focus solely on changing yourself first, changing the way you think, changing, and then as, as a result, changing the way you feel, changing your actions day in and day out, okay? And you do that day in and day out and you compound your efforts, you'll realize that all your focus is going into changing you and becoming an abundant human being. The side effect of becoming an abundant human being in thought, feeling, and action the side effect of that is more abundance in your life. But you can't set out saying, I want more abundance. You, that can be your desire that you write down. But then in that moment, start immediately to say, my thoughts, my feelings, and my actions have to be in alignment with abundance every single moment of every single day. So again, I just think that manifesting, we'll put a cap on this, is just understand that you don't get what you want in your life you get what you are. And if you are a person that is consumed with lack and limitation and scarcity, um, that is the only thing that you can experience. And it's not easy, guys. I'm not sitting here like, this is what you got to do. But it's, it's, it's a, we are all works in progress. Yes, every day. As Dr. Not Dr. Uh, Peter Crone, another guy that I love, he says, we are masterpieces and works in progress mm -hmm. at the same time. Yeah. Uh, he says it better than that, but that's basically. Well, and as much like a doctor is, it's, it's a practice Right. Yeah. They don't. They're not. Yeah. They don't know everything. They don't know all. They're always practicing. Yeah. And then it's much like life. Exactly. We're always practicing. We're always working. We're always learning. And I don't believe in failure. I believe. I believe in learning. Yeah. Failure. You know? I. That, so. That's great. I don't. Yeah. Failure is. It puts it such a negative. You mm -hmm. know. Yep. Well, I learned that your, lesson today. Energy in your body. Yeah. yeah. I just think it's. Yeah. Failure is is a course correction. Yes. You know. It, it's. And if again. You choose to see it that way. Again, you can choose, just, we're not preaching here, you can choose yeah. to see it any way you want. I yeah. think you and myself, Sean, and people you know, like us, I mean, they, there's something that didn't go the way we thought it would, and we stamp it a failure, or it's something that didn't go the way we wanted it to, and we're just like, failure, and it's like, course correction. Yeah. What you're doing didn't, is not working, or it didn't work. So what can you do to make it work? Or maybe this doesn't work and you find something else. The point is, I think a failure just stops people, the word, you know, stops people dead in their tracks. You're like, well, I failed at that. It's like, right. no, you just, you just wanted a certain outcome and it wasn't achieved by doing what you were doing. So course correct, maybe try a different approach yeah. or whatever the case may be. But I agree with you wholeheartedly. Which is a great segue into, because I know people want to know, they go, wow, you have this, what seems like an amazing relationship with, mm -hmm. you know, we have an amazing relationship. Yeah. And uh, as a family, we have, you know, a moder very modern, awesome family. Yeah. And that, that course change, if you will, those lessons learned created this family, amazing family unit, which is why we have such a, a, a close we're close proximity, right? Mm -hmm. We, you know, we 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 handle things in life together as a family, not as an ex-husband. Like I really have a hard time calling him my ex-husband. Yeah, so it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. It's more like my because it sounds like a negative connotation. When somebody yeah, says like, like my ex. Yeah. It just means like. And then Izzy's, Izzy's dad sounds like no relationship. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, I never like, like when I, I don't even say like your mom. I just say mom. I was just like yeah. mom called. I don't say your mom, your mom called yeah. as it, there's like a disconnect there. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, you know, 
semantics. I mean, sometimes you'll say your dad called, but not like, not in that form, you know, not in that. Sometimes that it's way, how you say something. Yes, <laughs> how. It's a little different. Um, but very much like, you know, Kyle's been saying, it's, it, look, it's, you make choices in life. We choose to have a fantastic relationship. It is yes, a choice, yeah. In the beginning, it was because we have this little angel that we need to raise as an amazing child. Yeah. And since then, you know, you. We but it's build, still a choice. It's still a choice. It, it was back then. It, yeah, life is, absolutely. It's all about choices. Because you have families that choose that split and they, you know, the fighting becomes about the kids and the hurting each other, right? So. Yeah. There, there is none of that in this family. And so I love sharing with people like, how do you do it? How do you make it work? How mm -hmm. does, you know, how, how does this, you know, Sean makes dinner and you make the drinks. Like, it's wonderful. And, and, <laughs> and, yeah. um, I'm, at least get to say that I introduced you to a pretty fabulous person. Yeah, my girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Heather. <laughs> so, she does not want to be talked about. Oh, sorry. We won't talk about it. <laughs> okay. Um, not that I don't want to talk about her. No, no. She's very private. She's like very private. But anyway, just, but it's, no, it's true. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's really, I, I do want to touch upon that. Yeah. You absolutely introduced my girlfriend to me. Absolutely. I mean, that I don't want to gloss over that part. Yeah. I think that that's actually very important for people to know. I, Look, it's, again, I don't want to spew, I don't want to make people throw up. I don't want to spew. Oh, why not? What did you say before? <laughs> Sunshine, rainbows, and unicorns, unicorns or something? Yeah. But it, but it really, you can make it that way if you, if you it's want a, to. Listen, I don't, I, I've, I've had this conversation on podcasts before, actually, because people ask. Yeah. And not that I have like a, a run-of-the-mill answer, but I, I do have certain things that I, I, that I like to communicate right. with, with regards to this, which is. I start out by saying, and I really mean this, not to say, I always start out my, my spiel. No, I, I really mean this. Like, everybody's situation is different. Yeah. You know, some people have very unfortunate, traumatic relationships with their ex, where there was, God forbid, some kind of emotional or physical abuse or whatnot. Sure. So we sure. understand, not, I don't understand, like, I, I, I can't, I don't want to insult people by saying I understand. I don't. But I respect and I hold a space for the people that are just like, my ex is dangerous. Like I can't, I, you know, we have a kid, but I can't see him and, and blah, blah, blah. So I don't want to put everybody into the same boat with this. But for those of you who don't have a dangerous, life-threatening, traumatic situation with your ex and, and, and you share a child, you know, I'm not, I don't give advice. I really don't. I can only speak to my own. Um, I can help people if you ask, you know, based on what I know, but this is not a preaching thing. I just want to say that what I humbly believe is that if you have a child, it's not about you anymore. Yes. I, I, and, Which you I know, the whole point of children, I'm are. not going to name them by name, but I'm, I'm very close to a situation where you have two people that, you know, it just, and they're very close to me, but it, it frustrates me because they're so, you know, selfish about the crap that they have between them, that the kid is suffering. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, it's like you're adults here, and what you have is not worth, well, not I, worth the, the trauma that you're causing your kid. And again, I I don't want to be self righteous about this, but I just believe that you need to think about think child, about the yeah. fact that it's like nobody says you have to, to to hug and kiss and 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 share meals together, but my God holds together for your kid. You know? Yeah, I, and, yeah. I talk about adult tantrums a lot, a lot lately too. Um, especially and you know, I can say this cause I've had my podcast. Can we drink these on camera? Talking. Yes, we can. Cheers, everybody. We've been having some wine. 
Um, but I talk about this a lot on camera is about social media really has set a tone for people to just burst out rather than, you know, I talk about standing up for yourself, mm. but with respect, yeah. have some dignity when you do things. And so adult tantruming right now is we're not adulting anymore. We're, ta we're, we're having childlike tantrums yeah. and that's what a lot of things are. And it's really great to be able to to share with people that it is still possible. There is still goodness out there. There is still the way to make things happen. Yeah. And I have a, a, a girlfriend who really, you know, she she had to to fight for what she wanted for her and her family, and she did, and she did it with respect, and she did it with uh, courage, mm -hmm. and she did it because it was right, yeah. and she won. And then that's a particular situation where you go, you have to believe that what you are doing is right and and that's the best that you can but do you, but in parenting if we're talking about the same situation again not naming names it's, it's just that but also that person never was trying to blow up she never did it in spite of you know the person, other, the other, uh, in spite the other, of the person you yes. know what i mean and i think that that's right. important to say is that right. don't don't use your kid as a weapon they're not a weapon you know or leverage they're not leverage they're you know and Again, I, I keep, I don't want to repeat myself. I'm not saying you have to be best friends with, with your ex or whatnot. That's not what I'm saying or I guarantee what you're not saying either. It's just a matter of making a choice to say, how can, or just ask yourself, the, start with this maybe. I'm just thinking, like, ask yourself the question, how can I give my kid the best life? You know, where, where your baggage, and again, I don't want this to sound preachy. I really don't, but, but it's just how I feel. Like your baggage, this goes for both. Man and woman, husband, wife, ex, girlfriend, boyfriend, doesn't matter. It's like it works both ways, mm -hmm. right? Two to tango, as they always say. Yeah. But it's like if your baggage with your ex is not your kid's baggage. Nope. Okay? It is not fair to the child. The child grows up wanting a mommy and a daddy to stay see. And, and if you can provide that, you know, um, do the best you can to provide that. Yeah, you know? Absolutely. Try to put your the kid's father in a good light or the kid's mother, you know, in a good light. Even if they're not a good person, you know, for yes. the kid. And maybe as they get older, um, you know, yeah. you can explain this is why we don't have the best relationship. I don't want to tell anybody what to do here. All yeah. I'm saying is okay. do Just the best nice you yeah, do yeah. the best you can. Yeah. To to say we share a child who's innocent in this situation, and how do we work together as a team here. It could just have a team mentality. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of teammates in sports that don't like each other. But they make but, it work. But, but you're a team, a team, you know, yeah. and you're just like, how yeah. do we co-parent this kid? I don't like you. <laughs> but uh, but it's like, I don't like you. But but how do we, as a team, co-parent this kid to, to make sure that they're a happy, healthy, contributing member of society and they grow up that way? You know what I mean? And it's all, like you said earlier, it, it, it's, you know, it's it's all personal um, it is easier said than done. Um, there are right, always ways. Um, no. but, uh, but yeah, so anyway, that is really just, uh, we could go on for a long time. That's a topic. That I think I do of... want to circle back there about, about us because yeah. I think to put a, to, you know, to finish that off, I think that we, I mean, it also helped that, you know, we didn't, you know, our marriage didn't end because of any kind of like serious traumatic Right. Loss of trust or infidelity or some, you know, it was just like a, it's as cliche as it sounds. People grow up and they grow apart. You know what I mean? And you realize that you love somebody and, and you would do anything for them, but you're just not, you know, your people are elsewhere, you know, like, 
that you're going to spend your life with. Um, so our situation was different in that sense, not to say that it was easy, you know, yeah. but at the same time, we made a decision. I think it, I, I wanted to bring this back to your original point. We made a decision to say, look, um, still love each other, always love each other. Um, we're good buddies. You know, I think we'd have a blast together and that was a very important thing. Yeah. But, That's the one. but we have, <laughs> right. But we have, you know, a child that it's like, let's do this. We're still co-parenting together. Yeah. So, Definitely. you know, and then you make choices. Like we go out, the three of us, you know, if Sean's not around or, or Heather or whatever, like the three of us will go out to dinner, you know, you and me and Izzy and have our family time because yep. it's important, you know, it's to, so important for to, your child to, to Izzy, to see, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. so anyway, people wonder, it's just, it's just a choice, you know, it yeah. really is. And it's, and, and choices are not always easy. They aren't, but they are fun when you <laughs> when you actually get to the other side and you're like, I did it. I yeah. put my mind to it and I got to this place. And I always like to talk a lot about excitement, keeping your life excited. It's not easy to wake up and choose happiness. I just shared no. uh, on a podcast I, that no. Leanne jumped on with me, um, you know, just about. My uh, God, don't fine... wake up first thing in the morning and turn on the news. Right. Know, oh, like... yeah. Or, or check your phone. Um, but, but anyway, so, so I was like finding, finding joy in a bad day, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. and finding the silliness and finding your sense of humor. And I, and I, I believe having a sense of humor really, really helps. Oh, uh, God, in yeah. Your, you in have your life. to laugh. You've hey. got to laugh at yourself. Sometimes be a little self-deprecating is really, really good. Um, but yeah, and I would be remiss if I didn't say one more thing. I know you don't do this anymore. No. I'm, I'm probably. I actually gonna, wasn't planning on this. No, nope, <clears throat> you don't have to. Okay. You don't have to. You know why? Because you're going to send me a clip. Okay. And I'm going to insert it. I actually forgot and I didn't. <laughs> no, no. I was going to have Kyle sing, but he's not going to because I'm going to put in one of my, what, which is going to come up here in just a second, kids, um, is I'm going to put a clip in one of my favorite uh, songs uh, that Kyle used to sing. He still a, he still sings. I sing for fun now. He sings for I fun, sing for not fun professionally. Enough. But I wanted to add a, a little entertainment of into course. the podcast. That's this is a much better thing. Right? I like your Did idea. Did you like that idea? Better? I'm going to send this video. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Of me and my prime. Yeah. All right, kids. So just give me a second and uh, stay tuned because coming up is a beautiful song that Kyle sings. Sono solo soli allora sento mancan le parole. Si lo so che non c'è luce in stanza quando manca il sole. Se non ci sei tu con me, con me, con te
I know, right? I can say that now because that was a while ago. <laughs> yeah, but you worked really hard on I it. No, I was very much involved in, uh, well, we talked about this at the beginning of the podcast. You know, I was immersed in the entertainment biz as a professional singer yes. and actor and the whole thing. And I trained, 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 trained. Look, singing is, it's like, a, a, like an, I'm not an Olympic athlete, but like an Olympic athlete, it is a daily training thing. Yeah. So, so to sing is... Um, it's it's a daily practice. It's a daily workout, and yeah. uh, it's just been I, I I sing for fun now, but it's just been it's been a long time. Yeah, he sings in the shower. It's been a long time, much like I do, and really well. I mean, anybody <laughs> who's gotten a cameo for me, here's my happy birthday tunes. Happy birthday to you. There's my entertainment. <laughs> Uh, but you know, Kyle, this has been such a joy. I know that we can go on and on. And we on could. And on. We'll you know, do another one. I always like to bring my guests back. I like to do a little follow up. But I hope you enjoyed Kyle's journey. It's pretty spectacular, and his detail and your detail. I'm talking about you like you're not here. Yeah. And your detail of sort of, you know, that those those that road, those bumps, and things to think about if you are going through that as well. And I just want to shine a spotlight on. Thank you. You know the amazing you. place you are in your life right now, and you can have the same thing. Yeah, I will leave. Oh, I will leave. I'll touch upon that, and I'll leave you all with that as well. Is that I don't want to sit here and pretend that that things have been easy, and you know mm -hmm. I'm just sitting up on this this you know in, the, in my ivory tower, as they say, going, "This is what you got to do." No, I mean, it's it's all relative for everybody. There there are highs and lows, right? Some people's lows are really low. Some people's highs are really high. You know, my personal highs and lows, I mean, look, I was dragging anchor there for a long time, you know, and, and I just want people to know that, that I'm not, I know what it's like to be, again, in my own relative way, not comparing my situation or my past situation to any, any of yours, but in my own way, I felt lost and stuck and was going through some pretty rough times. So I, I humbly know that to change is not an easy thing, but I will say that all it does start with is just the decision to change. Yeah. I know that sounds flip and and too easy. No, it sounds good. But it's it but sounds, it's you just make the choice realistic. and then every single day keep in mind who you want to be and the life you want to live and have that in the forefront of your vision and your mind and um, make the choice not just every day but every moment of every day make the choice to align with the person you want to be and you'll wake up one morning and just be like, "Oh my god, I'm actually living the life that I envisioned." Because I just committed every moment of my life to, to being the person that I wanted to be. So I'll leave you with that. I love it.
Thank you, everybody. Thank you. And if you get a chance, please, uh, if you're listening to the podcast, please, please, please leave a review. Leave a five-star review. Five star Share review. it. Share it. All of that. Yes. All of the above. It really helps. Thank you. And if you are watching on YouTube, just give me a thumbs up. I'm not interested in the thumbs down. So the thumbs up would be perfect. Five-star review. <laughs> Five star comment. Review. Thumbs up. All of the above. Do yes, it. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for your time, everybody. And we will see you next week.